Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast that shares what it's like to show up for your real life, the magic and the hot mess, plus actionable tips and journal prompts for you. There's short podcast snacks and full-length interviews with creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist and content creation coach. You can find me, Chef Carla Contreras, across all social platforms and more information in today's show notes. Hi, Gretchen. Welcome to the podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. I have known you and I realized it's back in 2008 when I worked for CCAP. It's been ages and we made cookies back in the day. It was like, I want to say that I did it in the NYU kitchen when I was getting my master's at NYU and the kids came, the teachers came, we had donated ingredients and we made hundreds of cookies. And that is my experience of knowing you. So I would love, you know, and I've been involved ever since with Cookies for Kids Cancer, but I would love for you to introduce yourself and how you serve the world. Oh my gosh, you're going way back, way back. Uh, (laughs) That's a lovely thought. My name is Gretchen and I am the co-founder and now the executive director of an organization called Cookies for Kids Cancer. And we uh, raise money for research specifically for pediatric cancer. Pediatric cancer is something that I didn't know anything about until my son was diagnosed. Um, But it turns out it's the number one disease killer of kids in the U.S. It kills more children than asthma, AIDS, MS, and MD combined. It receives one of the smallest amounts of funding from either the public or the private sector. And when I say that, I mean either from the public sector, the National Cancer Institute, or the private sector, which is pharmaceutical companies. And I'm not saying that to like point to finger or to make anybody be the bad guy. It's just the reality. And the other thing that I didn't know is that the cancers that kids get are totally different than the cancers adults get. I had no idea until my son was diagnosed. It's such important information to share, Gretchen, too. The information that you share in not only your newsletter, your social media, and even your campaigns to educate and support families. I just thank you so much for doing this work and for sharing your story and for sharing Liam with us and and his life. And it's just such an incredible way to honor him and to honor also you and your family's journey. Thank you. I take that. I'm very serious when I say thank you, but I also am somewhat uncomfortable because I can't do this without people like you who care enough to want to get involved. I can't do this alone. I can't do this unless there are other people who raise their hand and say, oh, wait, I didn't know that. Hold on. Let me help. I can help. So it's not about me ever. And it never has been. For me, it's about my son. But for other people, it's not about my son. It's about kids. And it's about finding out about a need 
and then giving somebody something that they can do to make a tangible difference. And that's the crazy thing is that we are not only making a difference, but there are kids who are alive today because of treatments that people like you, my friend, and people who are listening have helped to fund. And that, that, that to me is just a crazy story. It's incredible. And there's so many ways, we talked about this before we got on the podcast, there's so many ways that people can raise their hand. Can we talk about that? Absolutely. Sure. So the the whole origin of the story is that Liam was diagnosed with stage four cancer when he was two and a half. I have to tell you, I had no idea he had cancer. I took him in for a well visit And it wasn't until the end of a very long day that I knew that there was something that was wrong. So he's diagnosed with stage four cancer. I am completely stunned. Um, We start this odyssey of his cancer treatment. He got to the point where he was cancer free. I was so grateful because He had a a kind of cancer that it's not uncommon for kids to never reach the point of being cancer-free. So I was so grateful. I thought I could do anything. I thought I could scale the Empire State Building. I thought I could like do anything, but I didn't want to do something that was going to take me away from my children. And so the, the concept of climbing Mount Everest was out. The concept of even like training for a marathon was also out, A, because I don't really like running all that much, but B, because it would have required a lot of time away from my children. And all I wanted to do is be with my kids and sit there and stare at them and be grateful for every breath that they took. So I had the idea to have what I thought was a one-time fundraiser. And I just read a story in a magazine about do what you know and do what you love. And Liam and I love to spend time in the kitchen together. And I love baking cookies. I mean, I'm not a professional baker. I'm, I'm a really bad cook and a bad baker, but like I, I love it. And I, I love everything about it. And Liam loved, loved, loved to be in the kitchen. So I had the idea to have a, a cookie sale during the holidays to help raise money um, for pediatric cancer research. And then the next question was, well, how many cookies should I bake? And look, my background is I at the time I was running the PR department at a company called OXO Good Grips. They make those kitchen tools, the fat black handles. So I had a lot of friends in the baking, cooking, pastry, chef community. And I started thinking, all right, all right, I'm going to tap into those friends and I'm going to, I'm going to lean in on them and ask them for help in baking some cookies. So how many cookies should I bake? And at the time I knew about 80 families whose kids were going through cancer treatment. And I had read another story somewhere else that the average Girl Scout actually sells a hundred boxes of cookies. So I was doing the math and 80 times a hundred is 8,000. Okay. 8,000. So 8,000 dozen is 96,000 cookies. And I was like, all right, I'm going to make 96,000 cookies. And here was the problem. I think there were people who wanted to say no to me, but knew that I 
like nobody wanted, like they wanted to, but they didn't. So then everybody was like, I, I would call a friend and say like, can I do this? Like, really? Like, really? Like, really? Can I do this? And people were like, yeah, you can do it. It's fine. like, you're going to do it. It's going to be fine. And so it's a little bit of me just not having any idea what I was signing myself up for. And that's what started what is now an organization that has granted at the end of this year, we will have granted more than $20 million. There have been more than 16,000 grassroots events held in all 50 states, including at your front door. And it has just been this incredible journey. But I digress. So how do people get involved? Well, you can get involved a couple of ways. You can decide to have a bake sale. Um, and that might sound intimidating, but it actually really isn't. And I think that you can share that just a couple of simple steps. You can organize any kind of event. Like maybe you're really into bowling, have it, have a bowlathon. Maybe you're really into bike ride, like have a challenge amongst your friends and colleagues and coworkers to ride, ride your bikes. You know, there's, there's all different ways that you can get involved. You can also, we offer cookies 365 days a year, a hundred percent of the proceeds of those cookies. And they are, they're, I promise you, they're really good cookies, but a hundred percent of the proceeds of those cookies go back to funding the mission. And then we have events, like we have a big event called Chefs for Kids Cancer that happens every year in New York and then also in Charlotte, North Carolina. So those are the ways that you can get involved. Amazing. Amazing. And for me personally, we, for the last couple of years, have donated my daughter's birthday and she looks forward to it. Her birthday's in February and she literally like it's months away and she's already asking about it. Isn't that amazing? It's so cool. And she's going to be nine this year. Good job, mama. Thank you. This takes so much creativity in my eyes. And I would love to know how do you define creativity? Oh, gosh. I have never been asked this question. So congratulations to you for asking a question that has never <laughs> been asked before. I feel very privileged. Thank you. So what defines creativity? I, You know, I think that there's an inherent willingness to take a risk in order to be creative, because I think to be creative to some extent means to be vulnerable. And yet at the same time, it shouldn't be because who, none of, who can define creativity? Creativity means something different to everybody. And creativity to me means doing whatever it is that sparks your passion and then just go for it. It might be painting, but it might be writing, writing. It might be, I mean, you just don't know. It might be gardening. It doesn't matter what it is. To me, creativity is an expression of your passion. Yeah, I can see that. And I can see that your passion, I mean, the 96,000 cookies, <laughs> like that's creative. That is for me, it's like, how does that work? And I joked and I laughed because I was one of those people baking the cookies. Right. This is the thing. I feel like it was like, oh, okay, idea dropped in. You did the math. And then the it, it was like the follow through of that creative idea too. Absolutely. But it, it also, I would be remiss if I didn't 
acknowledge. And I will say that it's always a little bit uncomfortable for me because I'm used to being the person behind something. Like I'm not the one who's used to being on a podcast. I'm the one who tells somebody who is on a podcast, like what to say, you know, what not to say, those kinds of things. But for me, my passion and my creativity and everything that has happened because of setting up this organization has been because I love my children so much. (laughs) And I would do anything for them. But what I want to make sure that anybody who's listening, everybody who's listening knows is that I'm just me and I can't do this without people like you. And I'm here to share the message. Like, did you know that pediatric cancer is the number one disease killer? Did you know that there's actually something we can do to help? So I'm here to share that message, but I really think of myself as I'm just the messenger. It's not, you know, like I'm, I'm just the messenger. That's it. It's amazing, Gretchen. And I also feel like when when you were talking too, it's like it was the spark to, you know, your creativity to start this organization sparks creativity in other people. Like think of the campaign with Christina Tosi in the book. Mm -hmm. And that actually is what inspired Mm -hmm. my daughter and I to do her birthday donation. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So seeing the birthday cake in that book, and I'll put the book in the show notes, and I can't remember the name of the cake book, but it was an incredible book, and it was about a cake, and it comes, it was in black and white, and then it comes into color, and my daughter was so inspired by this, and I'm like, oh, maybe we'll, we'll donate your birthday, and that's what it was. Like I can even think back to the NYU kitchen of like, and I remember because I cooked with Laura Maliti, who is an incredible New York city school teacher. She teaches culinary in Long Island city and she made these cookies. And I still think of them today. Like this recipe was unbelievable. And there was guitar chocolate in it. And I have to get this recipe, but there's, I feel like And this is my experience of being around you and being around this organization that you've created in the nonprofit world is that it brought so much light. And I wonder about other chefs and other people who have hosted bake sales and participated, like what creativity have they sparked from that? Yeah. Cookies are one of those things that everybody has a favorite recipe, right? And everybody has their secret recipe but the creativity that can come out of baking a cookie is just, I, I love it. I lo- I'm, I'm such a sucker for bake sale because like you, there's always something you're like, I've never seen something like that. And there's always somebody's take on doing something a little bit differently. Like, oh, my secret ingredient is, you know, and, and you'll hear something that is just shocking. <laughs> I love it. But I love cookies. I think they're so individual too. Like, you know, like you can, there's so many different kinds of cookies. It's just like, there's so many different kinds of people and everybody has their favorite. And this time of year, um, it's one of the things that I love seeing is when people have cookie exchanges 
because it's such a great way to see everybody else's creativity. It is. It is. It's like the spark that is in people. Yeah. And you get to see that glimmer and the fun and the wonder and the joy. Yeah. And look, I know that people can't see us right now, but what are you and I doing? We're smiling, right? We're smiling. Not stop. We're, we're literally beaming. But why? Because cookies is something that makes, like, the, the, just hearing the word makes people happy. And that was the whole concept. Like, actually, I came up with the idea of doing something with cookies sitting on the steps of my son's preschool. I just dropped him off. I was so freaking grateful to have such a normal experience as taking my child to preschool and knew that we had just battled him back from the literally the grips of death. And here he was in preschool doing something so simple as playing with Play-Doh. And I was so grateful. And I'm sitting on the steps and I'm thinking like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What is the exact antithesis of hearing the words pediatric cancer? And I wanted to come up with something that was the opposite of pediatric cancer. And that's where the concept of like, I was like, I should do something with cookies. Like nobody can resist a good cookie. Yeah. That, I mean, literally that's what it was. It was like, nobody can resist a good cookie, but yeah. it didn't necessarily mean a cookie. It meant being a good cookie. Now, look, you and I both know there's a lot of people who like a good cookie to eat. And I'm certainly one of them, but it was just the concept of having a way for people to get involved that anybody could do anywhere, regardless of age, socioeconomic background, um, time of year. I wanted it to be something that anybody could do anywhere at any time. It's so magical. And it's so magical to see you light up about this. And I love knowing like deeper origin stories. Like this is, it's just so beautiful. One of my questions, and I asked this earlier too, before we jumped on the podcast is what nourishes your creativity. I'm really curious of the background of, you know, what drives all of this? Like what fuels you? Oh gosh. There needs to be a certain amount of tenacity and just like sheer dogged determination to, to do this. But, but that, but in terms of feeling it. And I, it, this, I don't know, like this is kudos to you. I, nobody's ever asked me that. I really think that the thing that makes the difference for me is thinking about my, my kids and thinking about God, you know, like I, I, I would be like, I, I have two children. I'm, I don't have a spare anymore. My daughter, my children mean the world to me, but I, I just thinking about that time is finite and we, we, none of us know how much time we have. And I think for me, it, it comes down to just, it's going to sound so cheesy, but it's, it's how much I love my children. It's beautiful. I don't have anything like I wish I, I wish I was more creative in terms of like, I, I drink throat coat tea and, and put like five lumps of, of whatever <laughs> in it. Yeah. But it's, it's, I just, I just keep picturing what my 
son went through and, and also what my daughter went through, not having her mom around for four years and, and seeing that. And that's really what puts the fuel in my fire. Now, look, on another level, not related to this, the thing that fuels my creativity outside of this is history. I love knowing about history because what the more you understand about history, the more you understand that everything is cyclical. Everything like that we think we're going through right now that is so terrible, past generations have been through equally difficult and terrible times. And so for me, uh, on a purely creative level, I love knowing as much as I can about history. I love that. I love that you brought that kind of like a full circle too. It's like, it's like knowing your past. Yeah. Well, even there was a book that came out a couple of years ago called the emperor of all maladies. And it was a book dedicated to like the history of cancer. So I, picked it up and I started reading it. And I always read the dedication notes in the beginning of a book. And, and I also, I I think, you know, this, I, I wrote two books. I actually happen to have them here. The publisher or my editor and I got in all kinds of battles because I was like, what do you mean there has to be recipes? Because they were cookbooks. And I was like, I want to write about the people who have had bake sales. So we would always have these back and forths about what the content should be. And I was like, okay, can we just do a few recipes? But can we talk about all the people who actually make all of the cookies and, and the bake sales? But anyway, so the Emperor of All Maladies came out and I'm reading the beginning of the book and reading the dedication. And that book was dedicated to a child who lost a battle to leukemia. And literally, I think that the tears sprang straight out from my eyes when I read that dedication. And I just was so moved by that. And it really put things into context for me because that was a child who lost their battle decades ago. And yet the pain is still there. It's still there. Oh yeah. And I love that you mentioned even in your books, mentioning the people. That's what we're talking about right now. Like you're talking about the love of your children. You're talking about the dedication and the person who was in, who wrote the book and also dedicated the book to that child. Like this all comes down to people. Thank you. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it really does. It really just, it, it, we are all in this thing called life together. And I do understand, but I don't understand at times like people, can we all just be like, we're all here to help each other. We're all here to, 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 to have a life that has meaning in it and to take, like, I, I really do believe like we should try to take care of each other. Like at least be kind, like being kind really matters in this world. Just be kind. That makes a huge difference. I know. And it's not that hard. It really isn't. Gretchen, I would love to know about creative blocks. And and you can take this in any way, shape, or form because I'm sure that there's been blocks in your path. Yes, the blank screen. (laughs) The dreaded blank screen. Gosh, there are, there are, I, and I wish I had a good answer for this one. I think that there comes a point in time. um, And look, when, when I'm finding that creatively I'm blocked, I, sometimes I just need to 
take a step away and just take a deep breath. And whether it's taking my dog out for a walk, if this is like a brief block or not working for a weekend, because <laughs> I feel like I work pretty much every weekend. You need to know yourself well enough to know how to read yourself and do what it is that you need to do to get that spark back. And again, this is going to sound so cheesy, but it all comes down to my children and how much I love them. And I also know that for my daughter, who was five, four days into being five years old when her brother died, I know she's watching me, just like your daughter is watching you. And I know that the example that I set as her mom is really going to help make her who she is as she moves forward in life. And like, she's on the cusp of being 18 now. I cannot believe that. I'm going to try not to cry when I say that. But I know that your kids watch you like a hawk. They know what you're doing. And I think that the most important thing to show your kids is, is how to move forward, whether it's a mini crisis of a creative block or whether it's a major thing, but that you need to keep moving forward. Yeah. And I think that we, what did you say at the beginning? Oh, actually, you didn't say this on the podcast. We said this before. What was it from Dory? Was it from Dory or is it from Nemo? Oh, oh, no, it was from, it was, I think it was Nemo. I, you know what? Actually, I don't remember who said it. So during Liam's cancer battle, um, one of the things that I learned very early on is that there are times that things are so scary that you can only think minute to minute and you're like, okay, if I can make it through the next minute, I, I can then get through the next minute. Okay, if I can make it through the next minute, I've, I've made it another minute. And then sometimes you can increase that to five-minute blocks, and sometimes it's a day, and sometimes it's a week, and sometimes it's a month. But the thing that kept me going through his cancer battle, which is what keeps me going today, is from Finding Nemo, um, the phrase, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, 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 swimming. And you know, you just, you just need to keep moving forward. You need to keep moving forward and just keep swimming. So beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Gretchen. How can we support your work and how can we be good cookies? You're doing it right now. You're doing it by allowing me to share the story. So thank you very, very, very much. Thank you. It, it's really easy. I mean, here's what you can do. We offer cookies year round, 365 days a year. And this is a really good, this is the time of year when everybody is looking for a meaningful gift that gives back that not only you feel good about giving your money towards, but you know that the recipient will also feel good about receiving. So go to our website, www.cookies4for kidscancer.org, not .com, but .org. And we offer a dozen cookies. Um, the cookies are big, all natural. They're made by a family-owned bakery in Northern California that has been in business for, for 40 years. It has been our partner for, oh gosh, I think 15 years now. So 
they make amazing cookies on our behalf. And like I said, 100% of the proceeds of those cookies go back to funding pediatric cancer research and our mission. So there's that. And you know what? There's a lot of orders this time of year, but you know, sending cookies to somebody for no reason is something that will bring a smile to somebody's face. You know, like, why does it have to be a special time of year? Regardless, we know that this is like the holiday season hunt is on. So there's that. And then the other way that people can get involved is becoming part of our monthly giving program, which we call the cookie jar. Um, And yeah, you do get cookies when you sign up to be a monthly sustaining giver. But my favorite way and what is the heart and soul of the organization that people can get involved is what you know and what you've done with your own daughter is to have some kind of grassroots event, whether it is donating your birthday to the organization, which is so super simple and easy to do, or having a bake sale. And while the concept of having a bake sale might sound a little intimidating, it's really so easy. It's as easy as making Rice Krispie treats and dunking some pretzels in chocolate and putting out a donation jar. That's a bake sale. Like that literally is a bake sale. And the cool thing is that this time of year until the end of the year, OXO is matching every dollar raised at grassroots events. So you, you make $5, it's 10. You make 20, it's worth 40. So that's a beautiful thing as well. And one thing I wanted to mention about our bake sales, which makes me really proud, is that we always tell people, do not price anything at your bake sale. This is a donation that you're asking for. You are raising awareness about a situation, pediatric cancer, that needs support. So what we always tell people is, to, um, and this is actually a phrase that a friend of mine who also lost her child to cancer came up with, is to take what you want and give what you can. I love this. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. I know. That was brilliant. And Amy has bake sales in Charlotte, North Carolina that have raised, get this, she's raised over 1.2 or $1.3 million with her bake sales. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy crazy. It is all about take what you want and give what you can. I mean, isn't that, isn't that just a motto for life? Right. Like, like it's just so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing Gretchen. Oh, stop. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. The pleasure is mine. I'm so happy to be able to share any kind of, of story nugget I'm just like, I really appreciate it because awareness is the first step to creating change. And if people aren't aware of the situation, then how can they impact change? And the very first treatment that we've helped to fund when I baked the 96,000 cookies became available as a treatment seven months after Liam lost his battle and today has helped thousands of kids. It's a, it's a regular part of treatment that kids receive for his kind of cancer. So does a cookie make a difference? I'm here to tell you that good cookie can make a difference. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to Show Up Fully. I am your host, Chef Carla Contreras. You can find me, Chef Carla Contreras, across all social platforms and more information in today's show notes. While you have your phone open, please leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. This is how other people find this show. You could also send this as a text, an email, or post in your social feed. I really appreciate your support. Sending you and yours love. Bye.